We're going on a month-long break with the podcast. We're pushing out a product, we've got a cohort live, and I simply can't do all three. So we're taking a month off. We might repost the episodes with the highest listen percentage the next three weeks. Most of them are pretty early on, and most of our subscribers haven't heard them. But maybe we'll just give everyone a month off. You can handle a month without restaurant puns and Hemsworth references, right? We were actually supposed to stop today. There was no podcast as of 7 p.m. Tuesday night. But then I had a call with an alum, and I couldn't help myself. The call was just too good. And we've got a 27-week streak going. We've got to end this all on a good one. Two-second side story. I always try to end on a good one. I can't leave the gym without making my last shot. I always make the last mile the fastest when I go for a run, that sort of thing. I get it from my dad. Growing up, we went fishing a ton, and he'd never leave the stream without, quote, one more cast. But his one more cast just went on and on until he caught one last fish. And then when he told the story later, he always said something like, so I figured, why not? One more cast. And wouldn't you believe it? That's the one that caught me the trout. Little did that person know, my dad was standing waist deep in the river for two hours after it got dark on this last cast. The lesson, as always, you don't catch any fish if your line isn't in the water. And you don't get to tell any stories if you don't catch any fish. Anyway, this alum I was speaking with went through Tacklebox a few years back with an idea that didn't end up working out, but he was a truly great entrepreneur. He nailed the process. As I told a separate one of our founders who recently emailed me with an emotional note saying he was shutting down a business he'd poured his life into, in entrepreneurship, more than anything else I've ever encountered, the results simply don't always reflect the quality of the work you put in. In fact, most of the time they don't. So anyway, this alum and I are chatting, going over the normal COVID stuff, pretending we have an opinion on Pfizer versus Moderna, solemnly feeling bad for people with kids, when he got to the real reason he called, what he's up to now. And when he told me, I couldn't stop myself from smiling. I saw myself in the Zoom with this big, genuine, goofy smile on my face. Because he's building a startup in a space that you can't help but smile when you hear it. And you have a hard time believing someone you know, a normal person, could be involved in it. But he is. The space he's building a startup in is space, like outer space. And that feeling you just got, when your ears perked up and you wanted to hear more, that curiosity, that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, jazzy music. This is the Idea to Startup podcast brought to you by Tacklebox. We've got our 27th cohort starting today. And our 28th cohort, our last one before we shift the model, starts June 2nd. If you've got a startup idea and a full-time job and want to start it the right way, in a seven-week accelerator program where we kick your ass and teach you how the heck to build an amazing business from a kernel of an idea, apply at gettacklebox.com. If you don't want to work on a startup and just want to relax and watch something uplifting, I don't blame you. Watch Ted Lasso. More on that soon. It is truly a delightful show. Back to it. I don't need to tell you any more about the space startup, and I can't because it's confidential. But what's important is that curiosity. And that's what got me thinking, and that's why this podcast exists. When this founder told me about their super early startup idea in the space space, I had a million questions, and the answers I got were fascinating. It turns out space is like a hundred plus billion dollar market already, and SpaceX is just a fraction of that. They're under two billion in revenue. So there's a $100 billion market I know absolutely nothing about. 
I literally couldn't name another company or what they might do aside from broadly saying satellites and shooting satellites into space are probably a thing. And then after thinking about it for a second, yeah, you've probably got to maintain those satellites. So I'm sure satellite maintenance is a thing, but I don't know what it costs to send something to space or to keep it in space. I don't know when people will get to Mars or what they do when they got there. I don't know when we'll shoot humans into space, how much it'll cost, how much it needs to cost, how much it costs now, or again, what the heck anyone would do once they got into space other than take a few Instagram pictures. I don't know about all the industries that will absolutely explode when space travel trickles down, but I know, I know they will. The founder mentioned space's iPhone moment was coming soon, the moment the tech became mass market, and my head nearly exploded. He mentioned a specific event in the next nine months, one that I'd never heard of, and one that proceeded to blow my mind. Then he asked how Tacklebox was, and I remember thinking there were few things I'd rather do less in this world than talk about anything but space. I got off her call buzzing. I told my fiance about it, and she started buzzing. There's so many questions. There's so much to learn. It was like those giant gates to Jurassic Park had opened, and there was an entire world behind it I couldn't wait to see. And I can hear you. Brian, we know. Space is awesome. We've all known that since we were seven and wore Buzz Lightyear pajamas. So what's the point of this podcast? The point is the questions I asked and how I felt when I asked them. I sat there like a child asking question after question, never once feeling dumb or insecure. It's space. Why the hell should I know any of this stuff? No one expects me to. But the rest of my life, I feel like I pretend a lot. I think that the whole point of me, my job, is to be an expert in this very narrow space of building stuff, helping people go from nothing to something. So when they ask my opinion on a specific type of funding or a new product in the marketing analytics space, I feel like it's my job to already have a fully formed answer. At some point, my job, in all of our jobs, seems to go from learning to very much not learning. We grab onto a space that we're experts in, and then that becomes our thing. We go from the kid in Buzz Lightyear PJs asking tons of questions into the adult who knows the answer to everything. So it just felt weird when something like space became the topic. So it feels weird when something like space becomes the topic, where you can just be a curious kid in your PJs again and start soaking up knowledge. I mentioned Ted Lasso during that sweet jazz music earlier on. My favorite scene from the show, and if you haven't seen it, it's as good as everyone says it is, is in a bar. Ted Lasso quotes Walt Whitman saying, be curious, not judgmental. When you hear people talk about great entrepreneurs, they always talk about how curious they are and the growth mindset and all that. But I didn't really realize what it's supposed to look like until I felt myself truly just being overwhelmed by the curiosity of space. And I'm also not really sure entrepreneurs can be curious in 2021. I'm not sure they're allowed to. Because people see not knowing something as a weakness these days. And if you don't believe me, I heard a pitch for a startup recently from someone who was a year out of college. They've been working on their startup for four months and were trying to raise from angel investors. They were building a direct-to-consumer product specifically in the storage space. Beautiful storage, basically. And they talked about how this had been a passion their entire life, about how they understood direct-to-consumer and wholesale mix better than anybody else, about how no one could accomplish what they were about to accomplish. I just remember thinking, well, shit, none of this is true. It's obviously not true. There's just no way this entrepreneur was 16 years old marveling at personal storage. But he's got to pretend that to get funding. 
and you've got to get funding earlier and earlier, or people think you do. So basically, you've got to pretend you've got everything figured out from like day 50 of your startup. That just can't be good for the person or for the startup. It's a weird second cousin of imposter syndrome because you don't think you can overcome not knowing about something in someone else's eyes or your own. The best founder to ever come through Tacklebox runs a startup called Nuvo Cargo. His name's Deepak and he's extraordinary. His company is racing towards a valuation with a whole bunch of commas in it and he steers the ship beautifully. But I saw him during the early days, so I know the habits and the tactics that built that ship. We'll have him on for an interview after our break to talk through some of it, but I want to tell you about him during Tacklebox first. Before COVID, we'd have speakers come by. These were successful founders, operators, and VCs. We'd sit in a sweaty conference room at 8 o'clock at night with Rivoli Pizza from Hudson Street. That's a plug for them because they always gave us a free pie while the speakers told their stories. I felt bad for every speaker that came in when Deepak was in the program. Not because he was rude, far from it, he was one of our most considerate founders ever. But I'm not kidding when I say they couldn't get through two minutes without his hand shooting up. He'd ask 100 questions per speaker and take furious notes, pages of notes. He'd ask every question, no matter how basic, with genuine interest. His questions were pointed and sharp. He asked so many questions that he'd gotten very good at it. And he'd ask follow-up questions until he understood exactly what the speaker was thinking when they made whatever decision he was digging into. And he did it without an ounce of being self-conscious. He wasn't embarrassed he didn't know something. He just took it as an opportunity to learn. I remember one time a speaker went deep on a topic I knew Deepak was truly an expert in. Afterwards, I asked why he didn't mention his background so the speaker could have skipped some of the basic stuff. And he answered, when I talk, I'm just saying things I already know. I need to learn what they know. And if I say I have experience, they'll assume I know things that I might not, and I might miss something. He had the reaction I had to space, but to everything. His whole life had that type of potential. Most entrepreneurs pretend they know everything. He'd convinced himself, or maybe he truly believed, that he knew nothing. Everything was a chance to learn. We talk a lot about tactics and strategies, problems versus opportunities, whisper ideas, base rates, and all of that matters. But as I think about space and Deepak, I'm wondering if the best way to amplify all of it, everything you do, is just a fundamental shift in mindset from judgmental to curious. But it's not even judgment because I don't think founders are judgmental. It's fear. The feeling that if you let your guard down, you'll get swallowed up by this big world that expects you to come out of the startup womb perfect. But no one does, and pretending you're something you aren't, faking it till you're making it, doesn't work in this case. So for the next four weeks, I'm going to treat everything like space. Assume there's a massive amount I don't know and let myself off the hook for not knowing it. Our startups and lives will go a lot better if we stop pretending. And when you look at the best founders, you realize you don't actually need to. And that's my one more podcast before we go on a mini break in honor of my dad's one more cast. Unless, of course, I do another one next week. We probably won't have any new episodes of the podcast for a month while we push out the product. This will kill me, and I'm sure I'll think up a whole bunch of episodes and restaurant puns while I'm gone. In the meantime, give us a rating, review us, and shoot us an email at team at gettacklebox.com with any pressing startup questions. Might be able to help. Have a great week.